1: All the way to the bank.
0: It's time to sell or die.
1: And we're back. For what? It's time to sell or die.
0: Oh, 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 yeah, that. (laughs) So uh, what have you been up to, Jen? What's going on in your little world over there?
1: Well, I manifested a beach condo. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's pretty rad. Mm Mm-hmm. And we should do a whole episode on this
0: I agree but, because you manifested a Tesla.
1: Yes, I did.
0: And you? Oh, I didn't even
1: think about that. Manifested a wedding. I did. And you manifested? <laughs> I manifested the man of my dreams. Yep. This is a lot of manifestation. I know. What y'all? happened to him? <laughs> oh, 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 so funny.
0: So the challenge then for salespeople is what are you manifesting, right? Mm -hmm. What are you trying to make come true for you? It might be your ideal customer. It might be a big sale. It might just be a job at this moment in time. But the bottom line is you have to believe it and think about it and live it so that it comes true.
1: Yeah, for sure. So we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode. So make sure you're subscribed to the show. Yeah, And in the meantime, let's get to today's episode, which is all about the number one thing that'll create more of a likelihood for your customers to buy. Ooh, Ooh.
0: now that's a hook. Ooh, that's a big hook. (laughs) So I'm going to start out by saying that it's things that lead up to the one thing rather than simply saying the one thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the elements that might get somebody more comfortable with you. Maybe not get to the buying point, but something more comfortable. Is that true? Yeah. So I got to like you, right?
1: Well, okay. Let me ask you something. Have you bought something significant from someone you didn't like? No. No, neither have I. I never. In fact,
0: I've walked out of places.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, me too. (laughs) But I've never said like, oh, I don't really like that guy, but I'm going to purchase his stuff anyway. I usually feel some sort of, like, I connection. We
0: bought, oh, like, a washing machine. The guy was a douchebag. We bought a...
1: No, the guy was... You thought yeah. he was a douchebag?
0: Well, there were some people in they that were stupid. But, I mean, we had to fight to buy.
1: Yeah, we did. We did. But we were desperate. We needed the washing machine, and it was, like, 8.57, yeah. and they were closing at 9 p.m.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> what's your point? Okay, so... <laughs> Well, let's take it. Let's go another step. Yeah. I have to believe what they're saying.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So if I believe, if I don't believe them, I'm out.
1: And if you don't like them, you're not going to believe them. Right. You're out. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. So it's like and believe are big.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. And so I'm just trying to think of a, a situation where I've purchased from someone who I didn't like. And honestly, I can't think of, a. I can think of situations where I've literally left the place. Like I walked in. <laughs> When I was in college, I had a big time job and I was making a lot of money for a college student. And I walked into a retail store and the salesperson was just so rude. Like I'm in there ready to spend a ton of money because it was, you know, fun yeah. money. And she just like, they not want to get off her phone. She wouldn't take yes for an answer. And then I asked for another size and she didn't want to go. I have to go to the back to look for that. Like, yeah, that's your job something witch with a B, you know, like lady, like, yeah, you do. So I said, you know what, forget it. And I said, can you please call Frontenac, which is like the other mall in St. Louis where it was and tell them I'm coming over. I want these tops and I won't buy them from you. And I literally had like, I don't know, maybe a thousand dollars worth of merchandise at the cash register. But she had pissed me off so much. And I'm like, I will not buy from you. Call the other store and have all these shirts on hold for me. I expect them to be there or I'll be calling your manager. And I drove 30 minutes away to buy them from someone else because I couldn't. It was a chain store. I couldn't give her my money. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it.
0: You stick for your (laughs) gun. Okay. So now I got to like you. I got to believe you. Yes. I got to have some kind of confidence in what you're saying. Mm Mm-hmm. Think about, we just hired a company to run our cargo.
1: Oh, my God, yes. A property management company.
0: Right. One guy was a doofus. <laughs> and I'm still
1: waiting on his proposal. And it's right. like three weeks later. It was
0: like he was doing us a favor. They're a big company. Yeah. They have 100 units. Da, 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 da. Their people were horrible on the phone. They didn't want to return a call. Mm-hmm. And then this other guy comes over. He goes, oh, I've been doing this for 15 years. He might have buttered me up a little bit, but, <laughs> but the bottom line was he knew what he was talking about. We had confidence in that guy. Yeah, for sure. He was also likable. He was also believable.
1: And he did one thing from the onset. He didn't come over and say, here's the proposal. Right. He came over and he just sat down on Shot our living breeze. room couch right. and he built rapport. Yeah. He was there to make a relationship.
0: To make a friend. Yes, So he was friendly and likable. Mm -hmm. He certainly was believable. Mm -hmm. He certainly was Mm self-confident. Definitely self-confident.
1: So at the beginning, we started this out with the number one thing that'll create more of a likelihood for them to buy.
0: Right. But I think that all of these things add up to the one thing.
1: To me, the one thing is relationship. If they feel it's how I buy, if I feel some sort of connection to someone I'd rather buy from them than anyone else. I'll give you an example. Okay. Justin, CBD, Justin. Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna ever buy CBD from anyone besides Justin? No. Exactly. Why? Because Justin was friendly, believable, likable, comp- all the things, and over all those things, I can
0: have a nice. You guys relationship now have a
1: relationship.
0: Maybe. Yes, I don't disagree with that, but it's because I trust him. Right. I it- trust his judgment. I trust his words, and that leads to the relationship. If there's no trust, there's never a relationship. So what you're saying is? That to me, the one thing is trust, and to you, the one thing is relationship. And obviously, you're right, because you're my wife.
1: (laughs) I trust you so much, honey. (laughs) Oh, man. No, I
0: I know you. You have to feel trust for somebody before you'll ever do business with them. It's not about a relationship because you may have relationships with people that you're friendly with. You got a great relationship with your tennis instructor, but you're not going to take financial advice from them. You don't trust no, them for that. No. So, think, so I want you to just think about what leads you to the element of trust. And then when you have that element of trust, are you more likely to buy?
1: Okay. You sold me on this concept and I'll explain why. You can't, I can't personally. So, and when I look at my values and we can do an episode on that too, I love thinking about and mm-hmm. talking about values, but part of my values is trust. And you can't have a relationship with someone you if trust. you don't trust them. Correct. So I will say that I am wrong and you are Right. It is now recorded forever, (laughs) for eternity. You can use that against me whenever you'd like. Okay, cool. (laughs) Remember that episode at six minutes in, however many it's in, 32 seconds when you said, yes, Jeffrey.
0: (laughs) So here's the the bottom line, you guys. You want to make sure that you're building some kind of trust as a result of your likability, your believability, your self-confidence about what you're saying, the value of your message, all the elements that are the little things inside that sales presentation build trust. Okay, so you someone find some is common thinking, ground, maybe you have some shared values.
1: Someone is thinking right now, I guarantee we have a Darhard who is thinking, and this may be you, but how the hell do I build trust?
0: And the answer is slowly over time. You don't build trust on a cold call. I mean, you can be damn good and you can start to build trust. But let's talk about the cold call versus the reorder. What causes that second? And the answer is performance, which also builds. Oh, wow. He did what he said he was going to do. I trust that. And over time, like if I tell you I'm going to do something, I do it. But you might not have trusted that the first time you ever heard it. Like, yeah, lots of people say that. What's different about you?
1: Okay, so being your word, honoring your word is a Mm -hmm. big thing that builds trust. If you say, I'll send you that proposal by four, you better send that proposal by four. You send it at 405, 410, whatever. They might not- That's a
0: New York way, but yeah. They might
1: not notice, but you are not honoring your word even to yourself. Correct. And so it starts out, if you want to build trust with other people, you first have to build trust with yourself. And that may sound silly, like, of course you trust yourself. But are you honoring your word? To me, it boils down to that. That's a huge, huge thing of being in integrity with what you're saying. And then once you do build trust with yourself, you can more easily build trust with other people because you are in integrity.
0: All of these things create your aura. And I don't mean to be woo about this, but Jeffrey's
1: getting woo.
0: Let me just take a, a woo shot here.
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: People have an air about them this says, okay. Like when Robbie came here from wild dunes, he had the air about him that said, this guy's okay. The other guy, I never felt the right air. No, ever, ever. No, he wasn't communicative on a level that was our level.
1: The other guy always felt like he was like skirting some issue or something. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Or defensive about something. So I think confidence in yourself and your services and your products And whatever it is you're selling helps build up that platform, Mm -hmm. that foundation of trust, Mm -hmm. because it's transferring that message.
0: If you believe in it and you believe in it deeply enough, that belief is transferable. If you have the right attitude, that attitude is transferable. If you're self-confident, that self-confidence is transferable. And those are the things that enter into the trust arena. But you can't just have one of them. You need to have all of them. I need to like you. I need to believe you. I need to have confidence in you. Then maybe I trust you.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, trust takes a long time to build. It takes, it's multifaceted, right? It takes all these different approaches and you may not realize the different ways you're building trust, but the minute you break that trust, you will know it. So it's kind of like... Right.
0: All you have to do is either not do what you say you're going to do or lie. Right. Right. Those two things will break trust in two seconds. Right,
1: or not deliver when you said you were going to deliver. Or or, screw it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or
0: try to pull a fast deal, something, try to get your money back when you don't deserve it or whatever.
1: So for me, I'm always thinking about the long-term relationship because I'm about relationships that I'm going to have with the customer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if you're always thinking about the long-term relationship, you are naturally doing things that will build and strengthen trust. It comes natural when you're thinking about the customer in there with their best interest and over the long haul of time.
0: One of my quotes that I actually like the best is one that reflects that sentiment. I don't think end of the month, I think end of time. And that way you're making a decision based on the value of the relationship not the value of the order or the value of the piece of business. Yeah. Okay. So
1: that's a great quote.
0: Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. It's time for us to go now. Oh my God. And I just
1: yawned on our podcast. Yeah. You were not boring me. It's just that it's late at night. Yeah.
0: Okay. So. For those of you diehards out there, or for those of you who have dogs sleeping on your bed, (laughs) it's time for us to go.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my
0: God. um, Wait, I
1: want to say one more thing about trust. Here you go. You don't have to complicate this. It's so simple. And people try to make, I was talking to a friend about this the other day. With sales, people try to make these, like, complex frameworks of how to sell. Yeah. It's It ain't that hard.
0: No, I agree. Freaking
1: simple. If you
0: have value and they believe you, you have a shot at this.
1: Make a friend and offer them value. And yes, exactly. You have a shot. Like it's so, don't overcomplicate this. Just think about how would you sell this to your mom? How would you sell this to a grandma? How would you sell this to a friend? And then if the way you're selling it feels Natural and like you're talking to someone you actually care about, then the trust will come into place.
0: I recall the day that I went to the office of Bill Lewis, who owned a placement bureau in New York City, but we'd gone to some meeting together and became friends. And his mom had published a lot of books. So I went back to his house, to his office to try to find out what to do in the publishing industry when I was making cold calls for the sales Bible. And he said, well, let me see some of the stuff that you've written. And that one of the full page quotes that I had is, if you make a sale, you can earn a commission. If you make a friend, you can earn a fortune. And he literally took that quote to the copy machine. Wait, copy. That,
1: co- that quote is so good. Say it again. Say if, it again. If you, proud sale, Jeffrey. if you
0: make a sale, you earn a commission. If you make a friend, you earn a fortune. And... He put this. He had like a hundred people working for him. He put it on everybody's desk.
1: Oh, that's while so I good. was standing
0: there. Yeah, that's that so pretty good. cool. Did that you was,
1: sign them all? No. Oh, it was, damn it.
0: it! It's in the old days. <laughs> but here's the deal, diehards. We've just given you some pretty deep and pretty amazing secrets, and I want you to go out and earn a sale, not make a sale. Because when you earn a sale, it's because you have delivered on the value on the believability, on the likability, on the trustability, and certainly on the relationship ability.
1: All right. Well, with that, until next time, I'm Jen Gittimer.
0: And I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. And I trust that you will make a sale even if your ass falls off.
1: Wait a minute. That they'll make it or earn it. You just told them to earn it. Damn it.
0: (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope... That this episode has helped you transform the way you think giving you new ideas and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day so you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank
1: if you enjoyed this episode please take a second to rate and review each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world don't forget To take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See See you next week. week.